and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Chippy. I'm Gemma. <laughs> the shell. The shell that was once Gemma. The snotty shell. I think the whole world has got a cough and a cold. Yeah. Let's do that thing. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. That's going to be annoying. Um, who's got a one-year-old. And I said, you work out with your kids how illness manifests in them. And Ned, my eldest, always coughs. If he gets a cold, he will cough. Yeah. Um, which obviously pre-COVID was fine. But now I have to go around being like, I've tested him, I've tested him, it's not COVID. <laughs> my middle one gets a really high temperature always we don't know so much with the little one because obviously covid hit when he was two and he's lived in a sort of hermetically sealed house since then um so i've got that set forward to johnny um always used to wear a hat so you could always tell when johnny was coming down with something because he always he had his favorite bobby hat and he would just go to his little cupboard and put his hat on and he'd just sit there with his hat on (laughs) And you were like that. Oh, it's not going. That was his, his little hat. Do you call it a bobby hat? A bobby hat, yeah. What's that? A beanie? Yeah, like a bobble hat. A bobble hat. Yeah, I think it's called a bobby hat, short for bobble hat, unless it's short for like the policeman's helmet hat. So, I d- yeah, I, d- I don't feel great today. As I was, as I explained to Chippy before we press record, it's I'm on my period and I've got a cold. And the two, the two separately, I could have coped with. The two combined, is it? Yeah, have scuppered me. Scuppered you? Yeah. In fact, yesterday, and this isn't like me. I just, I just stayed in bed. So jealous. It's not like me though. But then I was got as the day progressed, I got more and more cross with myself that I was in bed. You know what I mean? And then. And this, 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 this is going to prove to everybody how rubbish I felt. I have cancelled spin two days on the row, in the row, on the row, on the row, on the, in the row, uh, in a row, on the run. <laughs> I also can't stream. I left, I left several WhatsApp messages for Chippy yesterday, and they're just mainly. Um, I can't speak. What? But um, I will get to the point. Um, completely out of sync at the moment because quite often. We go through phases of what of leaving each other voice notes, and sometimes we'll both be like, and yesterday you couldn't speak, and I was really like, we're doing this, we're doing this, and then we're doing this, and I'm doing this, and then you'd be like, what day is it today? <laughs> Who's this Gemma that you keep talking about? I was like, oh. And then you'll be like, right, I've done something, I've had an idea, and I'll be like, I'm currently so anxious, I'm in a cupboard. Um, <laughs> did you? You were in bed yesterday. That's good. Yeah. That's the power of Tom, isn't it? I could be in bed today, but instead I'm cleaning my entire house, except for the living rooms. So I got on the Tom wagon, fell off it by Tuesday because I thought it was Wednesday. I was like, I'm going to do the hallways today. And then I was like, no, no, it was bedrooms. Did bedroom, did bedrooms yesterday. But now I've got to do the rest of the house before my mother-in-law arrives. Good luck. 
Um, my, um, I've been on, on, on the sick bed and it's not helped. Um, what has, what has cheered me up? Do you want to know what has cheered me up? Yeah, tell me. Listening to all of the local radio presenters interview Liz Trust this morning. Have you listened to any of them? They've, someone cut them all up and put them on YouTube. Oh, amazing. No, I listened to a snippet of one. Oh, they're all, they all just went in hard. They were just so funny. The situation isn't funny, but they were like, I was like, oh my God, respect to you lot. Yeah, they weren't taking any prisoners. Absolutely brilliant. And I don't think, I mean, I've always maintained, I don't think she's the woman for the job, but... Uh, you know that's fine um yeah so that that that's brought me some uh, can i and also can i please just clarify for the tape okay and i have it written down here just so that i know that i don't get it wrong <clears throat> because she's going on and on and on about the energy bills being capped at two and a half thousand pounds that yeah. is not right yeah. and a lot of people or some people are assuming that they can pay through gas and electric and they won't be charged more than two and a half grand. The cap is on the unit price. That two and a half thousand pound figure that's being banded around is for like the average household bill. And it's not the unit price is capped, not the bill. Okay, can we just everybody agree that, that on that? Do you know what would be really nice? Yeah. It would be really nice if, if Liz knew that. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. It would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Someone yeah. let Liz know. Yeah. I still think Harrod and Bray, Bray and Harrod for uh, Independent Party 2023. Yeah, but the thing is, Chippy, there's a the fundamental flaw in your pan here. Which you have to like meet people and stuff. I mean, that's fine. Both of us can turn it on. Yeah, not all the time. Like, no, to... you know what I'm like when I'm on my period. I'm good for nothing. Yeah, I don't get a period, so you, then I'll just swoop in. Oh, wow! How, <laughs> how do we do this? How do I make that happen? I've got the coil. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh no! I only do it because otherwise I, you know, bleed out. Is that all bleed out? Is, is it? Sorry, everybody. Probably should, this should be a conversation that we have off air. But is it like, is it like, is it a turmoil to put it in, to get it fitted? It is, isn't it? I seem to remember well, it being a problem. Buckle up, everyone. Let's yeah. have a on. Are we ready? <laughs> I had unbelievably heavy periods, which I think I've spoken about on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. always normal before my third child and then after my third child I was basically having them every fortnight and not really able to function lightheaded um had to like what without you know with having to change the biggest size tampon every 40 minutes or so yeah. um, which made going to the shops and stuff difficult um so spoke to the doctors about it um uh and got quite a lot of like this is just it that's just how periods are till and then I kept going back and saying I need to speak to a different doctor because I don't think this is how periods are 
luckily we've got my mum who is doom and gloom about uh, women's reproductive systems on on my side so she was pro just tell the nhs to give you a hysterectomy you'll end up having one anyway just you know and i was like i just don't think they're going to give a a 36 year old healthy woman they're not they've got bigger fish to fry on the nhs than whipping out my she's like no they'll do it just just tell them just tell them you're going to have to have one anyway i was like thanks ma fibroids every woman in your family has fibroids you've got fibroids so I kept going back and saying, look, everyone, my family has fibroids. We've got dodgy wounds going on. Could it, could it be that? Eventually got a doctor who was like, mm, let's check it out. So I had a, um, by the way, I'm sharing this in case anyone goes through similar. Not I don't know. I'm also genuinely interested. Okay. <laughs> um, so then I had to go for an ultrasound. And on the ultrasound, they saw something unusual. So then I had to have a transvaginal scan, which is where they get the camera stick. Yeah, this is where I'm out. I'm like, no. Oh, no, I was fine. I had a book. I literally will lie there and have a book. Don't like I'm. I don't know. After three births, I'm like. Anyone can have a brutal. That's fine. It's not as public property now. Anyway. So on the scan, they could see... The turn, the light, turn, your, turn the light off on, on the way out, lads. Yeah. Well, don't, I'm reading a book. Just... No, like when they're up there, when they leave. Oh, yeah, exactly. But this is a very <laughs> happy ending, similar to that. Thank so you. she sees an unusual mass. So then I speak to the head of womb stuff. Should know the name of that. What are you? Anyway, the surgeon at the hospital, they refer me to. And she says, right, we're going to go in. We're going to have a look. If it's an unusual mass, we're going to take a biopsy and get it tested. If it's fibroids or a polyp, we're going to remove it. If there's nothing there, we're going to put the Mirena coil in because it's just going to stop this bleeding shenanigans. So ideally, I would like to have got to the bottom of why... I suddenly had such heavy periods, but I was also scared of the intense stories about having the coil inserted. And this sounded like the easy way out. So I went in, was really lucky because I went in first and then they canceled. They ran out of whatever they used to anesthetize you after me. So everyone else got sent home. So um, I also love a general anesthetic. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but you wouldn't normally have a GA, would you, to have a coil fitted? No, no, no. You usually have it done manually with no pain thing, and it's fine. My friends who have had it done have said it's absolutely fine. It's uncomfortable because essentially someone is, like, up to their elbow. <sighs> anyway, so they went in. I came round, which I always hate. Really oh, sorry. What was that? That was just, a, that wasn't Margaret, that was me kicking, kicking, kicking the bucket. The way you said it made me think it was your bottom. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. No, what? Your bottom. I, I didn't trump. <laughs> when you apologised, I was like, oh, Gemma. <laughs> no. <laughs> just kicking the bucket. <laughs> um, so I came round, they said there was no nothing suspicious in there. And... Right. Uh, I had a beautiful womb. Oh. I was like, it's oh. nice. There's been three people living in yeah. there. Yeah, they've left it nice and tidy. 
nice and tidy. They didn't go, God, it's baggy in there. Anyway, we lost some people up there. <laughs> He's never coming back. We had to form a trail of people holding on. Lucky that didn't happen. That Margaret. <gasps> oh, she does not approve of this kind of personal sharing. She does not approve of it. No She's been AWOL for weeks and now she's coming back. because I've started talking about filth stuff again and she's like, this but is... You're talking about yourself. She doesn't like... We all know she doesn't like you. Not like me at all. Um, so, yeah, I had a beautiful womb and they put the coil in. And I, so I was really uh, thrilled to not have to go through the, the insertion of the coil. I'm quite no nervous about it being removed. Also, how often do you have to get it removed? I think it's every five years. Okay. Um, after you have the coil inserted, you have to go after about a week to get the, they, the coil has two strings that hang down and you have to go to a nurse to see that they can feel the strings. Now, this was a step too far for me. I thought I've got a perfectly good man at home who can do that. Uh, <laughs> I made Joe do it I, and I said this is not this is health no, this is not no funny business here <laughs> funny business I'm going to lose my shit so he took it quite seriously um he located one string and I was like that's that's enough for me uh so that's the gory details and so I have a, I didn't have a period for about two years and now I get one, a really, 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 really light one every couple of months. Now, I would prefer not to have it because I do think um, I'm quite uh, bonkers anyway. And lots of people think it contributes to that. And when I have it removed, I'm not sure I'll get it put back in because I really do believe it's worth trying to get to the bottom of why I've got such heavy periods. But it's lovely not having them. Sorry. Brilliant. It's lovely. Are you listening? So nice. But then also, I don't know if everything's functioning. Do you know what I mean? It, I feel like it patches over. Yeah, I know, I know. I know what you mean. I think I think mine is related to... I'm just hoping that my, my menopause comes soon because I think mine... Mine were fine, and then I had when I had my cesarean, the pain, I think it's very much related to scar tissue from that. And um, well, this is this is this is Dr. Chippy means nothing. I remember saying to my mum when I was in labor with my first child, oh my god, my lower back, my lower back is the worst, it's the worst. And she was like, I didn't have that. I didn't have that pain. And then it turned out that all my babies were back to back. And when I had period pains, my back was always, like I'd have tummy cramps, but my back was always excruciating. And I wonder if it's the way, because having back-to-back -back babies happens, obviously, but it, like, it's something like one in, I can't remember. So they were like, with, with my second one, they were like, oh, no, no, it won't be back-to-back -back again if you've had one, all three of them. So then they were like, it's obviously the way you're in and sit. And so now I'm like, does that mean, is that linked to why I get such bad back pain? It was mean. So I'm sure scar tissue from C-sections, I'm mm. sure that's what I mean is I'm sure 
it all yeah. has effect on stuff. You know, like like you, all my pains were always in my back. Always. It's like, oh, period pain, rubber back, rubber back, rubber back. Tom was back to back. None of the others were back to back. But now the back pain just like is pales into insignificance because it's just like right on my it's just like oh and it's and it's not like a pain like you know like period pain is a particular type of pain isn't it I'm sure everyone feels it's slightly different but it's a different type of pain to any other pain that you would feel in your body but this is just pain you know what I mean yeah anyway I'll I'll be fine everybody don't worry about me you just have one c-section yeah yeah, well, any laundrettes who've had a C-section, has it affected your period pains? And I think as well, because it was a planned C-section, you know, I know that people who have emergency C-sections where they don't have the time. Yeah, 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 it must. I, I think the scar tissues work worse sometimes if you've had an, an emergency C-section because they don't really, they're not really... Safely, they're not going in. For- I remember when, when I was having mine, they were like, we're going to do it so that you can still wear a bikini. I was like, listen, like, seriously? Yeah, just get my bikini, day, that is the last thing on my fucking mind. Like, will you just get this child out of me? Yeah. Whereas, unfortunately, I didn't have a C-section and I still can't wear a fucking bikini. <laughs> I've just got this shelf of flap that would horrify other beach girls. Well, I do, I'd have to have, so I, I can't, the scar has completely healed. Lovely Lily, lovely Lily, lovely Lily. But for a while, but like I just couldn't find it because I was having to lift lift up the C section. Yeah. Is it there? Oh, yeah. So yeah, so that that's where I, that's where I'm at, at this week. I'm hoping tomorrow. I, I did the school run today with a hot water bottle, and even Tom. Dave, said, have you got a long hot water bottle? Yeah, I'm going to buy one. Life changing, life changing. Okay. The one I have. Let's do a little shout out. They won't ever care. Um, is it called an oud or something? Yumu, you, Yumu. Hang on, yeah. hot water bottle. It is. Um, it's called Yuyu. Why you? Why you? Um, now I went to the Spirit of Christmas Fair a couple of years ago with Harriet from Space Masks, and we had a lovely time. We possibly drank a lot of champagne and then went shopping and um scandalous I what scandalous scandalous outrageous and we went to we saw the UU hot water bottles and I think they I think they were like 40 quid or something and I was like I'm not spending 40 quid on a hot water bottle she was like you need it I've got one you need one and because 25 pounds on Amazon Prime do it is it a long one that you can wrap around extra long it says and um she's like you need it you need it you need it and because spirit of christmas is like monopoly money you know you're in this christmas it's christmas and i drank loads of champagne i got one and i remember i messaged her I think I left a, a shirty voice note saying, what the fuck have I got a massive hot water bottle for? Oh my God. Anytime I have period pains and it comes with a little tie. So you can literally, a great, great for the fuel crisis because also I was freelancing. My kids were at school and nursery. Joe was out at work all day. 
so I didn't heat the house I had the agar on the dogs would lie by the agar I had the heating that came on in the morning and on in the evening and not during the day so you can sit at your desk tie it around your midriff and it keeps you warm and you know sometimes if your house is old and cold this house is in breathing and we don't have double glazing you know sometimes you get so cold that you can't warm up yeah. and you go into bed and you're like bone cold yeah I need to create body heat to warm this bed up but I'm out it's all gone the fact that it's long means that you can lie with it all the way down your body do you know what I mean because you know how normal hot water bottles you might put it in the bottom of your bed then my feet get I hate my feet being hot but this is just perfect so that's my big shout out for the long hot water bottle it's really good also after I had my after you do have your coil put in you get like little cramps they're not very bad but they are like little period pains but further up and I had my hot water bottle it's not selling it oh my god do you know what I love nothing more than I love my bed and I will always have a minor minor surgery uh because it's the only thing that really makes my husband think I can spend some time in bed so for example when I broke my wrist it, I was in a lot of pain but I remember for a couple of days afterwards my husband was like can you just stay in bed I was like all right I bloody well will I love it there you don't have to ask me twice um so you know I was quite happy I lay in bed I watched Kate and Ally did you ever watch Kate and Ally yeah oh my god I was like I'm just gonna watch Kate and Ally my long hot water bottle it's the dream I was living the dream have you put your heating on yet my husband put it on this morning. I was like, we might have to, because there's no double glazing. I was like, oh, I don't want the kids to be cold. You know, I don't want them to not sleep because they're cold and all of that. So I was thinking, God, I'm going to have to put the heating on. Because normally I put the agar on. We used to have an agar. And then now we don't. So I was like, oh. And last night when I went to bed, I was like, it's proper cold like in our bedroom we've got brick or one brick wall so there's it's just fucking freezing basically and then this morning joe's like that's it that's it put the heating on and i was like okay that's good because i didn't want i knew if i put it on first he'd be like oh shipping mm-hmm. put heating on where it's mm-hmm. but i'm gonna put i'm gonna get my log burners going and try and keep the heating down a bit have you got your heating on Gemma Bray um no got your fires lit no not lit anything yet like off and um, when I got out this morning to take the kids to school um it was four degrees outside and I'm like oh actually that's cold Mm. Um, and then I, then I silently congratulated myself that how I, I can remember when we first moved here because we moved from like an ultra insulated house to this house and it was like a real shock. I, I silently congratulated myself for having acclimatised to a cold house. Yeah, I told you. I was like, I grew up in a cold house. I can, I yeah. can do quite, I could do quite well. 
there's something fucking freezing about my bedroom though which I find deeply offensive um but yeah your old house especially as if you had your wood burner on oh god it got basically so heated the entire downstairs yeah whereas now in fact what I was what what was always funny and I said this to Mike the other day in like when it, our old house was so insulated and I was looking to live in very insulated houses you know like when you see old you know like <clears throat> typical stereotypical footage of Christmas that that media portray right so whether it's so let's let's take an example Mariah Carey in her oh Mariah she's just she's always just there right in the foreground <laughs> um on her Christmas what is it called the one where she's like throwing snow in the air yeah they've all got like their all I want for Christmas is you yeah yeah so they're all got these knitted jumpers on you know typical Christmas stuff fluffy socks whenever I used to wear anything like that in my old house would be like (laughs) sweating but in this house the positive is we can actually wear winter woolies yeah so my top tips as someone who grew up in freezing cold houses and then moved to a London townhouse that was really annoying to heat and freezing and too tall for the radiator by the time the radiators at the top of the house heated up the heating would go off um hot water bottles for all um and yeah vests i always used to think vests were for old people but they're not um vests i my where's your do you have a favorite place to get your vests Gemma? what do you have a favourite place to get your vests? Well, Uniqlo is mine. My, this is I, I. I have a thermal vest. Now I have a problem with thermal vests, right? Two. I need a. I need a low scoop. Yeah, because I wear a lot of low cut tops. <laughs> have a look at the Uniqlo ones because they are scoop. Because that's the thing, I don't, and they're nice fabrics. So sometimes, for example, if I want to wear, I've got a nice pink linen shirt that I'd like to wear all year round. They do as a visible vest and they do long sleeve and short sleeve. Okay. And I was anti-vests until I tried these ones. So yeah, vests, warm socks. I have a whole array of big knitted socks that I wear I have a whole array of leg warmers that everyone thinks looks eccentric but if it's bloody freezing on the school run and you what you're wearing jeans and trainers pop a pair of leg warmers on toasty toasty warm um yeah we both have only slippers they um might be sending me a gilet Oh, stop it. Okay, they're not sending me a gilet. <laughs> I found them first. Where's my gilet? <laughs> I have actually got my slippers on, look. I didn't think this through, but... Oh, we... Oh, you also like... Look at mine. Magda eats them. Oh. Oh, yours is missing a bit. That's because this is the second pair she's getting through. 
but yeah, but they are so warm. They're so warm. so comfy. So getting a good pair of warm slippers is the way forward. Um, I did something. Oh, okay, hold that thought. Or unless we're thinking the same thing. No. Did you do ride race? Yes. Was that what you guys? No, it was skid related because obviously that's all I, all I ever talk about now. So I went to ride race. I've cancelled ride race tonight because I think I think it would kill me. Yeah. But um, for for weeks, my instructor <clears throat> has been saying we need to get some shoes, we need to get some proper spin shoes. <clears throat> and then and I was like, look, I said the second I buy any gear for any hobby, that's the kiss of death. If something happens, I never go again. Oh. And she's like, okay, well, it won't happen this time. And then, and then I got a really bad cramp in my foot because the trainers that I was wearing were just shit and the soles bent over the pedals. Like when I stood up, I was like, right, okay, I'm gonna go get some shoes. So I went and got some shoes on Monday and on Monday night, I did my first class with shoes on. God, oh my God, the difference. How can it make such a difference? was ridiculous well I came home and I said to Mike not to be not to be dramatic I said but it felt like me and the bike were one <laughs> Mike's like oh god because because you basically clip in don't you yeah to the thing yeah so you're attached so I did go 10 minutes early because I was I got that anxiety that I wouldn't be able to clip my shoe in or I wouldn't be able to get my shoe off and I'd be stuck and I'd have to live in the spin studio and it would all be really embarrassing um but yeah, it was, it was, um, the difference was incredible. Ride race wasn't as intimidating as I thought it was going to be. Did you beat everyone? No, I, well, there were six people there. And one of them I don't count because he doesn't really try. He's a really lovely older gentleman who I think he doesn't really, he's not very competitive. So he just kind of like sits in the corner and he's lovely and just does his own thing, essentially. Oh my oh my god there were those two kids i think they were twins they must be about 20 years old right so let pitch the scene right on average when i go full tilt i can probably create a, at peak 400 watts of energy that i can't 400 watts of power right i can't withstand that for more than like five 10 seconds average for me is about 180 right 690 watts these kids they essentially were create it was like I was in awe of them. They were incredible. I think they're like proper cyclists. But I, I have, I will feed back. I haven't yet, but I think I need to feed back to the, the, it, they called it race. So I was expecting races, but it was more like endurance, uh, which was good. Good to add into your training schedule, but it wasn't racing. You need to be competitive. I don't need to be competitive. I was just expecting it to be competitive, you know, in, in my other classes where we do so the- now we've got ride race, ride run, ride and ride Gemma. So Gemma can come in and then she shouts, I'm better than everyone. And she tries to beat the instrument whilst going, woo! <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, and I have gone from being a wallflower to- the instructor saying, does anybody notice anything about Gemma this different about Gemma this evening? It's like, 
the fact that I had I had proper shoes on. And I had a group of people just like, oh, who's Gemma? Oh, oh. You're like, it's me, it's me. I live here. I'm besties with the spin instructors. Um, I very nearly did yoga in my Gary jumpsuit the other day. Um, my finger is still not right. I went and had an x-ray. It's not broken. Which finger is it? My little finger. Hmm. And what's wrong with it then? Well, they don't know, but it feels broken to me. Anyway, it makes doing downward dog very difficult. Um, but I, yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my Gary jumpsuit. To and do did it? Did it do the trick? Well, then I thought I can't do a yoga in a thong. All that. We just don't wear any knickers. I can't have a VPL. Don't wear any. Yeah, so you just... Mm. The thing is, I think in theory, I think the Gary jumpsuit should have a hole for your thumb. If you're doing yoga. Yeah, which I mean... <laughs> That might make it a bit too sporty for me because then you wouldn't be able to dress it up so much because you'd have a bloody great pink gap where your skin was or brown gap you'd have a bloody great hole yeah and, and um if anyone from sweaty betty head office is listening um we we should be manufacturing the Gemma jumpsuit with one shoulder in a khaki please a dark khaki do you say khaki or more olive Dark khaki and dark. You know what it has to be the colour of? Mud masks. You know when you put a mud yeah, yeah. that's that's the green. That's my that is, green. That's, that's that is okay. That is a dark khaki. You're right. Dark khaki, one shoulder, and a dark a, a black one shoulder. And a black. And a black for me. The Gemma. Can you imagine? The Gemma. Could they that, do I could retire then? That would be that would be all everything I could ever everyone in life that for two days later you'd be like yeah i've moved on <laughs> i've been thinking oh no she's been thinking i've had an idea what's your positive of the week Gemma Bray? apart from being the snottiest person in spin um do you know what do you know what i think it is this is what it is ladies and gentlemen um, and this is, may this be a lesson to everybody listening, right? Yeah. When I, <clears throat> I always said, didn't I always say this, Chippy will back me up. I don't do any classes because I go so red that yeah. instructors always stop. So I was like, don't do classes, hate the idea. I like to go to the gym, put my headphones in. And I used to get really anxious and nervous about starting anything like that. I was forced to go because I pulled my back and the lady who helped me with my back was like, look, you need to not do any free weights. You need to go to a class, ideally spin, um, because you're not moving. You're, you're basically static. All that's moving is your legs. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, God, OK. I was forced to go. And in the space of what, what would we say? How many months have I been doing spin? Four, five months? Feels like forever, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was so nervous when I first went into that class. The first spin class that I did, I was like, my heart was beating really fast. I felt really anxious. I was like, I was, I, I actually told the spin instructor, this is true, because this is like, I get anxiety in certain situations, especially I knew that they were going to close the door. I actually said to the spin instructor, I, if I'm, I'm expecting a really important call, I might have to dip out of the class. Because I thought if my anxiety gets really bad, I need an excuse to leave. <laughs> 
right? That's how nervous I was. So I really had to push myself to go. And I pushed through that pain point. And then I had like a mini pain point about buying the shoes because for me, that was like, oh God, I'm gonna have to buy shoes. And what if I look stupid getting on the bike? What if I can't get off the bike? What if I look daft? What if I slip? What if people laugh at me? But I pushed through that and I was really proud of myself. It sounds like something that's really pathetic. And I I pushed through a pain point and now I've got something in my life that I actually really enjoy. You know what I would say as a coach, good change only happens outside the comfort zone, Jenny. Yeah. yeah, and that really was like a big thing for me, a big deal. And imagine if you'd not, if you'd stayed in your comfort zone, you wouldn't have spin. No, exactly. And I, and I sort of say to myself sometimes, this is ridiculous. You're in a, a spin class, for example. No one's looking at you. It's dark. You have been on live TV and that doesn't bother you. Why is this bothering you? Yeah. So everyone's got their own little thing. So I was just really, I'm really proud of myself. I've just come a long way. That's my positive. Oh, Jennifer. What's yours? Oh, uh... oh, oh. Uh, it's not a positive because it's a bit weird and I don't know how you deal with it and I feel slightly uncomfortable. Okay. A TikTok of mine went viral and I found it deeply unsettling and uncomfortable. Went viral for you. That's what, that's the phrase. Went viral for you. I'm not not throwing shade. (laughs) Like that. That's what I say. Went viral for me. One of mine went viral for me. One of yours went viral. I don't know how many views it got, babe. I've got no idea. I don't. Did it get 1.5 million? That's all I'm saying. Because one of mine has. Are you all shit? It's your bloody job. <laughs> As somebody works for you. Yours should do more. But what was funny about this situation is Chippy texts me and she's like, this is happening. I don't like it. I don't read the comments. So I'm like, oh, right, this is my chance now. I come in and do what she sometimes has to do for me. So I'm like, I'm ready, I'm ready. I was in there, I was in the comments. And I was like, oh, get out. I no, no, none of them are bad. Right, so, right, it's like, you're saying that like you wanted them. I said, no, it's not that I didn't. I didn't want her to be trolled. I just wanted to help. Yeah, but then I texted you going. That's not, I'm not bothered about that. I wasn't asking you to do it, Mariah. Yes, I've got Gemma Bray actually checking mine. She, I've just, I think that the most I've got um, my own influencer who checks the comments for me. The most contentious comment was where people were arguing about where the location was or something, whether or not it was in Birmingham. Mm. The it is it is near Birmingham, and I didn't get drawn into this because someone was like, "Not Birmingham," and I was like, "The nearest big station, train station, is Birmingham." Uh, and I'm not a geography podcast, so you can all suck my dick. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly, it's so shocking because I uploaded it and then I took the dogs for a walk. Yeah. And sometimes my TikToks don't upload. So I got back and I checked to see and it went 99 plus things. And I was like, what, what, what? There's a, there's a glitch with the matrix. And yeah. then... This has been viewed 151,000 times. And I was like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm going to have a look at the frick now. I just put the dogs for a walk. Hold on. And I'm I just, like, well, if I'd known, I would have, like, I, it's not a particularly good TikTok. So I was like, if I'd known, I'd have done better. I'd have done better if I'd known. The thing is, that's the thing, right? About, it's, it's well weird. Like, 
everybody. Yeah. And Joe was like, what hashtags did you use? Whoa, that really has exploded. Yeah. 290,000 plays. Yeah. And then I've got like 1,500 more, more, no, 1,300 more followers. Because my viral for me one, I there's no rhyme or reason. No, and that was the thing that Joe, Joe, Mr. Marketing was like, right, what hashtag did you use? Let's repeat the repeat the repeat the formula. Like there's no formula. And one of the nasty comments is like, you're done to death. And I would like to say that I have grown as a person because if a couple of years ago someone had put yawn done to death on my social media, I would have responded with, so's your mum. But I didn't because I am a grown up lady now. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. But it's a, it is a really popular one. And I try not to do too many popular, I say popular, it's a really well-known one. Uh, so, and I try not to do too many of them because obviously they've been done loads and I like to do ones that other people haven't done. So I was like, oh, it's a really famous one. So maybe that's it. But also it's called Who Put Bella in the Witch Elm? And a couple of people were like, I thought this was to do with Twilight. Is there someone in Twilight called Bella? So then I was like, well, maybe... TikTok thought it was to do with Twilight. Anyway, whatever happened, I was like, well, I, I feel deeply uncomfortable now. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. But also, I don't know what to post next. I'm like, should I just bow out? That's it. I'm done. Finished. Repeat now, Chips. You see, this is the thing, right? And this is the thing that my kids tell me off for all the time, right? I'm still trying to figure out TikTok. I haven't got a fuck clue what's going on. Yeah. I just post stuff. It works on Instagram, not TikTok. Your follower to like ratio is very good. Mine is. Yeah. So like you have got about 1,500 followers, but 43,000 likes. Yeah. Right. Very good. Very strong performance. Okay. Right? Thanks, Gemma. Mine oh, is. Are we just doing a show off here? Mine. I've no. got a million followers. In no, no, no. My, my, no. My, I've got 4,000 followers on TikTok. Just under 6,000 likes. Shit. Oh. So I don't know why. Apparently your like to follower ratio, your likes should be like massive compared to your follower. I don't know why. That's what my children tell me. Okay. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I can only confirm that TikTok hates me. Uh, but I, there's also something to do with people saving stuff like you want people to be saving stuff but because it's mostly me talking about true crime I find it sinister when it's like one person has saved this and I'm like why 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 have you saved this have you saved this because you like murder have you saved this because you like me talking about murder I just imagine this old man being like oh say murder one more time oh no no so good job Stella work oh. Every time I went onto TikTok and it'd be like, you've got another 5,000 likes. I'd be like, how does she fucking deal with it? Well, I don't on TikTok, clearly. Oh, no, but on Instagram, <laughs> I was just like, I, having been on social media and a blogger and all of that thing for years, I mean, I started my blog when I was 21, 21. And it, you know, goes up and down, but it's never been huge. I'm just used to talking into the ether. And then suddenly people are watching and I was like, oh no, no, 
No. Now I'm going to put my phone over there in a cupboard. <laughs> like I did on my very first Instagram live. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, it's so weird. <laughs> also, I'm talking about a thing. It's just so annoying. I was talking about a thing and basically this woman's found in a tree and she's a skeleton, right? But there's a bit of hair and teeth left. So I wanted to say, I say the skull is a skull, but what I mean to say is the head is a skull, but there's still some, but I meant rather than a fleshed out head, but then there's just loads of people who like the skull is a skull. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. Um, For pointing out the, yeah, I'm a bit like that on YouTube at the moment when people comment that they've watched it. I'm like, what? Yeah, stop it. Stop looking. Stop looking at this thing I've put in the public domain. So rude. Yeah, but good. Good job. Good job. Good job. I know, but now, now I've got performance anxiety. I don't know what to follow it up with. So I thought I'd follow it up with uh, you. No. <laughs> yes? Don't put, don't put me in harm's way. You carry on. Oh, Three thousand likes. Me. Can we not do that? Uh, for anybody that doesn't understand the reference, very quickly before we leave you, um, when I did my first ever Instagram live, I panicked, couldn't turn it off, um, and I put my phone behind a cushion um, until Mike came home from work. And he came and he was like, "Hi, I was like, shh, 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 shh." I'm, I'm live on Instagram. He's like, where and why? What, what, where and why? I was like, I mean, the question, I couldn't turn it off. I was doing a live cook along, realized what a bad fucking idea this was. There was three people watching and I couldn't turn it off. And I was halfway through cooking. And then he found a phone and there was still one person watching. Probably me. <laughs> Mesmerized by the back. And that's absolutely scarred me for life. I, I don't, I will never do a live on my own, ever do a live on my own, ever, because of that. That's how scarred I, maybe that's the next thing I need to get over. Yeah. yeah. You need to work out where the off button is as soon as you press go, so that you know. Uh, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Hopefully less Got full you. of mucus. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. <laughs>